Now, Talk Real Estate, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. Hi, I'm Shara McNamara, and you are listening to Talk Real Estate. Let me share a little bit about my background before we get started. I am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, located on the South Shore, and I have been working as a full-time realtor and sales and marketing consultant for home buyers and home sellers for the past 15 years. My unique approach to assisting my clients to the next chapter of their lives is driven by being a team player and by offering them continuous training, education, advising, and mentoring. Every week, I will be providing you with real estate topics ranging from home buyer and home seller advice, legal matters, insurance binders, flood insurance concerns, home inspection questions, environmental worries like radon, lead paint, and mold, mortgages and loan programs, staging tips and ideas, real estate contracts, market trends, home values, and more. It's a talk radio show, and you can follow along online. If you have any questions during the show, please call 781-837-4900. We'd love to talk real estate. If you missed any of our shows, you can listen on my podcast at talkrealestateradio.com. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me regarding your home sale or your home purchase, you can connect with me anytime at bostonconnect.com or 781 826 8,000. Now, sit back, relax, take good notes, and let's talk real estate. And hello to all our South Shore neighbors. You are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. My name is Melissa Wallace, and I'm joined tonight with my two members, Sharon McNamara from her home. She's not on the video just yet, but she'll be joining us shortly. I'm in studio tonight with Mary Baker. Hello. Mary set everything up tonight. So. I know. I'm so proud of myself. I'm very, I'm very proud of you. <laughs> and no have, hiccups either. Just saying. <laughs> knock on wood, guys. Yeah, knock on my head. Um, and then we're also joined by our team member, Dustin Hughes, from his humble abode uh, in, in Boston. Hello, Dustin. Hello, you guys. Good to see you again. Any traffic tonight? It wasn't great. It wasn't great. The traffic wasn't great, really. Wasn't yeah, but do, doing Hanover to Stonebridge, I felt like I was going north, south, east, west. I got a bit of every single. You got to learn to listen to some podcasts, or maybe put WATD on, listen to like what's going on. You yeah. know, yeah. WATD and WMEX and WBMS. Oh yeah, <laughs> all of those. WATD <laughs> Network. <laughs> all of those letters. Listen to all the letters. <laughs> so many letters. So many letters. Um, but yeah, so uh, we'll be listening uh, to Lisa Navilo in a few minutes. Uh, give us a little bit of a traffic update. But, um, you know, my commute uh, to work is so short now. I live and work on the same street. So it's um, <laughs> I, I, I'm currently waiting to hit 1,500 miles so I can bring my car back because I was... Um, getting some maintenance done and I'm like it's gonna take me six years to get <laughs> miles like I have some places you can go and I don't have anywhere else to go I mean unless it's work related it's like oh I'll go down I feel the street. like I do a solid 300 miles every two weeks yeah Easy. well That's intense. I, I, usually, I usually forget that I have to put gas in my car because it goes so long that I'm like oh yeah I forgot you need gas to you know get around to move move your caboose <laughs> i'm just feeling weird now but um <laughs> but yeah i think sharon is is joining us shortly um you know the first the first part of our conversation tonight is going to be sort of a continuation but more of an update with our team um and how we're sort of handling um the climate right now so with with covid um we're going to be giving our own personal covid updates 
um, and and sort of um, transition after that into what's going on in the real estate world having to do with COVID. And I know that it's sort of an exhausted topic, um, but you know what? It's not going it's anywhere. Real it's real life. And it's um, currently very real um, to, to us. So, um, you know, I don't want to dive too much into it before we get, um, you know, cut off with, you know, the traffic and stuff, but, um, oh, there's uh, I like your traffic pun. Uh, <laughs> I like you get cut know. off with the traffic. I, off, I get it. <laughs> I'm punny without even knowing. How funny, funny enough too. We are ready to go. Melissa, Lisa is standing by. Okay, perfect. Well, uh, Lisa, this is Melissa. I haven't talked to you in so long, but um, we have Lisa DeMilo at the WATD Traffic Center going to give us a little update of what's going on. Well, Melissa, that was a funny segue and a great pun. The uh, expressway northbound yeah. is crawling from Granite Ave to the on-ramp from Neponset Circle. Southbound's jammed from the tunnel down to South Bay. Route 3 South is all clear down through the South Shore. And Route 24 South is a 17-minute ride from 93 to 495. This report is sponsored by Amazon. Amazon is hurrying. They've got boxes full of what's important to be packed up and delivered. Enjoy benefits and flexible shifts. Go to Amazon.com slash apply. Amazon's an equal opportunity employer. Traffic on the nines every morning. I'm Lisa DeMilo in the WATD Traffic Center. We now return to Talk Real Estate, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services on 95.9 WATD. And we're back. Hello to all my South Shore neighbors. This is Sharon McNamara, and you are, of course, listening to Talk Real Estate with the McNamara Broker Team. I've been switching it up a little bit, too, because I have a new domain name that I bought, and it's just uh, Real Talk Roundtable. That's a little easier to say, don't you think? Yeah. So um, I'll have to get a new sign, I guess, to go behind you. We're getting Hello, Dustin. How's night. everything in the city? It's going well. It's going well. How are you? That's good. I called Casey May earlier because there's a shooting right around the corner from your house tonight. So uh, I stay did out of your see that. <laughs> yeah, stay <laughs> out of your windows, will you? <laughs> so, um, so Mel, do you want to give everybody an idea of what our thoughts and uh, topic will be? And I guess I will take some questions and give the down low of what is going on. Yeah, I'm not, sure, I'm not sure if you were um, back on, but I did sort of give everybody a sneak peek. So, you know, we're going to be talking about our own personal, um, you know, interaction, I guess you could say, with um, COVID um, and what we're sort of going through right now, um, how we're navigating the real estate world, um, you know, during these mm -hmm. these strange times. Um, so, I don't, uh, Mary, you going to say something? I was just going to say, so I think, um, you know, over the past, what did we say, like 15 weeks, whenever COVID kind of came out, we've been really staying up to date and on track with um, Lisa Cullity and Ken McCormick and Josh Cutler and seeing what's happening in the outside world. But, um, and obviously Sharon will be talking a little bit more about this, but personally, our team has now been affected by it. So I think we thought tonight would be um, nice to talk about exactly what that means what it looks mm -hmm. like so this this isn't really a real estate section of our show but it's real to us and it's personally mm -hmm. happening so yeah with that being said Sharon, we should actually do like that show have you seen that show and like the 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 guests have to guess who the person really is and like and then it says will the real covid person please stand up and then you're like have you seen that show 
Are you guys yeah, too young? Real slim shady. That's <laughs> <laughs> I actually have and it, it, yeah. it, it's hard. It's hard yeah. to be a good liar though. Oh, what's Jeff that game? Guess who? Guess who? Guess, guess who? Guess yeah. who? Yeah. Okay. yeah. 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 Throw the so, um, okay. I do want to make a note that we are only on until seven o'clock tonight. Okay. Um, it is a short show because um, WATD is doing something with the election. Election. Um, and then we'll be a short show next week as well for election day. Um, so, um, but then I think we're back out to seven thirty. Um, after that, but yes. go right ahead, Sharon, with your little the following show. The week after that, actually, on the tenth, we are going to have Trish and Nick Flynn on with us. Their full time real estate team with Boston Connect Real Estate, and we're going to be talking about Fizbos, uh, so for sale by owners. Um, and that whole process when people think that they can do it on their own. So uh, that will be an interesting show as well. Um, so tonight, um, again, it's real talk and I'm gonna get really real about this. Um, so as uh, Melissa has said, uh, over the past several weeks, just two weeks ago, we had Ken McCormick, the chief of the fire department in Pembroke and Lisa Cullity, who is the um, board of health agent in Pembroke and Josh Cutler back on to the show just to sort of give us an idea of what's going on out there. And um, it was brought to our attention this week that, um, you know, somebody, there, a few people have been sick in the office. So Melissa, um, her allergies have been acting up. Uh, Mary has been sick. She ended up with strep throat. Uh, Dustin wasn't feeling great. Casey wasn't feeling great, even though Casey isn't in the office. Dustin is her fiance. So um, <laughs> that was the big <laughs> news last Tuesday. Um, so there were a lot of people sort of in the office and we've really been maintaining that, um, you know, the protocol for COVID in the office. But uh, Laurie Reaney, who is our empowerment team leader, um, just had called us the next day and just said, you know, I just feel a little you know, uncomfortable in the office right now because of everybody, you know, having symptoms and cold symptoms and everything. So she would feel better once we got tested. So we all decided to go get tested. And uh, lo and behold, there was one person who came back detected and that was me. So um, I think it was actually sort of shocking. I feel like we were still in shock for quite a while. Don't you guys feel that way? I, it's not often that I'm speechless. I was absolutely speechless. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't, uh, I don't, I don't, I still don't have words. I don't know how, I, I don't know how it happened. I don't, mm -hmm. I don't understand. And that's one of the things I talked about and I reached out to Rob Hackler today on WATD and just told him what I planned on doing for our show tonight. And I reached out to Lisa Cullity and Ken McCormick and obviously to you guys just to say, I want to be real about this and for us, you know, hey, we're supposed to be talking about real state, but I think we are in a real state of emergency right now. And I think that it's only fitting that I give my personal experiences with everybody because honestly, I truly do believe I have been doing everything right. And um, I've been really putting a lot of thought into this and um, I'm gonna start journaling about like my 14 days here of um, being quarantined um, 
first of all, you know, seeing the results when I first got the results, I honestly just thought it was going to be no. And, you know, when Laurie, I had a big office meeting today to let everybody know because I didn't want them to find out this way. Um, yes. You know, when I, when I first, when Laurie first said that, there was never a minute in my head where I was like, are you kidding me? This is a total pain in the butt. Like we all have to go get tested. So somebody feels safe. Like, I'm not that person out there. Do I have my doubts sometimes about like how serious is COVID? Like, what is it all about? Like, yeah, I'm normal. Like everybody. I mean, I'm sure you have, you guys had any of those fleeting thoughts ever throughout this whole process? Just sort of second guess, like how real is it? Um, I mean, I, I think it goes with anything. Like when, when people, I'm trying to explain it the right way. I don't want it to come off as you know being wrong, but when when you don't know something or you don't experience it personally, you don't understand the um, severity or the effect that it could have. And mm-hmm. and and I experience this type of thing when it comes to like you know, disease or anything like, like I, before I knew somebody personally who had cancer, I knew that it was terrible. But when you go through something like that, Mm -hmm. that's when you really understand how serious and how important it is to get involved in, in sort of educating people on, on those types of things. So, um, you know, I think that a lot of the time when, when certain things don't affect you, you don't understand the severity and you don't see the severity. <laughs> Hi, Grace. Um, you know, in, in this, in, I think in, in this instant as well, you know, you don't really, and like I said, I, I felt like I, what I said to you privately was, you know, I felt like maybe I was being a little bit relaxed because I was like, because I was so serious for so long. And I'm like, come on, seriously, when is this going to end? Like, how is this like, yeah, are we going to be back there. to normal? And now where it's at our doorstep, literally right next to us, it's like, okay, nope, snapped us back into reality where we have to be severely like over the top diligent, diligent yeah. about things. Yeah. And that's why I thought that I would bring my personal experience to our WATD listeners uh, tonight. And I'm sorry if this is no interest to people out there driving home tonight, um, just to get so real with who I am and what we're going through. But we just thought it was important because I want people to see and how I feel. You have people say, "Oh, oh, my gosh, if this could happen to me, it could happen to anybody. But honestly, I have dedicated what over 10 shows i mean easily over 10 shows of our real estate show to covid just because of the seriousness of it and trying to get the message across to all of our watd listeners and our listeners on our podcast and everything else so i really did feel like it was important because this has been a covid roller coaster for me and i thought being real and talking real about it may help other people out there understand um, some of some of the things i'm going through and what i'm feeling so physically um, i feel fine um, i would say that um, there was a period where i felt tired but i was having a hard time telling if i was tired or um, remember you guys, I had said um, from Labor Day until Columbus Day, I'm not taking a day off because we were taking a long weekend and I wanted to give the team a rest and then we didn't end up going away. So I felt like I was tired from that. And then, and even in real estate, if you're not like working eight hours on a Saturday, you're still doing a couple hours here, a couple hours there on Sundays, it's still working, you know? 
So I thought maybe it was that. And then on October 3rd, I kidded a little bit about this a couple of weeks ago when I had Ken McCormick on. I was lifting Gracie, who you can see in the background right there. She's like 50, 55 pounds. As I came up, I like like hit the corner of the door, um, the back door, and literally saw stars. That is not a Popeye thing. That is a real thing. Um, so I, I felt like I had a concussion because I was always getting these headaches. It seems like slowly on Tuesday, but by Wednesday, it was just like this headache that I couldn't even like stand up and I was nauseous and everything else. So I, again, I was putting it towards something else. Never, ever, ever thinking this is COVID. Then I was feeling some nausea at one point and I was like, mm, this is definitely my post-nasal drip because of my allergies. That's why I have a, you know what I mean? So like I had an answer for everything and I still truly do believe that all of those symptoms are symptoms that I've had because of the concussion. I did end up going to the hospital Thursday and had the CAT scan and it was diagnosed as a concussion. So those are the headaches. Um, the, the little sore throat and, you know, in the morning that you get, um, I take Allegra D and it goes away. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't think that's the cure for COVID or that would have been easy. Um, so I've been sort of just like, it's been hard to sort of tell. And I think that that's what makes this, this virus so dangerous is because those could be related to my allergies, to my concussion, or they could not be. So if you're not taking them seriously and you're not listening to your own body, you're potentially putting other people at risk. Mm -hmm. So I know I'm gonna let you guys ask me some questions too about things too, but um, one of the, one of the, like for me, I can live with this, okay? Um, I'm not happy about it. I'm not happy about being quarantined in my bedroom, basically, and now in my office, which is side by side, for two weeks. Um, you know, my husband living out in a cabana and sleeping in the basement, and then if he wants to make something to eat, I'm washing everything down so he can come into the house, and, you know, it's just been crazy. Um, but... Um, the one thing I couldn't live with, and we had a meeting today, and you guys, it was that goofy of me to get so emotional. I don't know where that I came. think that's a very you, but that's very, that's a very you thing to do. You are very personal with everybody and very open and honest about mm -hmm. how you're feeling. So that's how yeah. you're feeling. So I can live with having it, and but I could never live with giving it. So some of the things too, and I don't know how many, is anyone watching Facebook? I don't even know how many watchers or anybody that we have right now on Facebook, but honestly, like some people have different things in their nightstand. I have, <laughs> I have hand sanitizer. You had like a, you had a diaper bag of hand sanitizers and like different wipes that you were taking around with you everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. Mm -hmm. I remember I showed houses with you one, maybe it was like one Saturday and we saw maybe three or four houses. I've never gone through more wipes in my entire life. I mean, this was at the very, very beginning, but you were like throwing them at me. Mm -hmm. And Mary, you've known, I mean, you've been with me for nearly 10 years now. I've always had hand sanitizer in my car. And anytime I leave any house, I was always sanitizing anyways. So like for me, that wasn't anything special, but like, again, I have the wipes, I have the spray, I have more wipes just in case those wipes run out. It's just crazy. So what I've come to realize is all of those precautions that I have been taking because I, I love everybody around me as much as I do that I want to make sure 
that I am doing the right things. And part of me felt until I got this diagnosis last week that um, I'm doing this so I don't get sick. Yeah. But what I've realized is I'm doing this so you don't get sick. Because every precaution that I have used, and I'm always masked up, everything that I have done, honestly, there have been people, I, I think Ken McCormick, the chief of the fire department, he was like, boy, am I surprised it's you. Like, he used to come in the office and say, God, I'm going to pass out because it smells like so much bleach in here. I always thought I used so much of the sanitizer, like, it's just going to bounce right off of me, you know? Um, there, I just felt like I'm not going to get it because I was taking these precautions. Like if I go into a store, I would put hand sanitizer on, leave my car, go take a wipey, wipe off my keys, put them in my bag, go into let's say Walmart or whatever, get my stuff. Um, I, I wipe down the carriage when I get in there uh, and I come out as I'm leaving, I take another wipey and I wipe my hands again. Like it's, it's ridiculous how much of this stuff I've been using which is why nobody around me has got it. Because somewhere along the line, I did something where it got into me. So, you know, talking to people, like when I talked to Lisa Cullity about it, so she's the Board of Health agent, she's been great. Like she was the first person I called when I saw the results, was um, it could have been as simple as me getting a coffee, maybe I'm not even going to say a company. Like if I went through a drive-through, cause I don't want to give anybody, you know, I don't want to stigmatize any company because I don't know where I got it. Um, but if I got a cup at a, if, at a drive-through, I mean, how long is it sitting on that cup? You know, that these are the things that have been driving me crazy, by the way, that's a mind game for me. And when I put the coffee cup down, I remember the other day I was getting a coffee and I put the coffee down, but like the coffee had dripped down the side. And I remember like wiping it all off. I am always going like this. I'm always touching my eyes. There's no doubt in my mind that this virus got into me, through me, through my eyes. Um, and there has been some research that people who wear eyeglasses, Mel, I had told you that, that people who wear eyeglasses are less, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I always say it wrong. Susceptible. Susceptible. Oh, susceptible. 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 Don't worry. The dictionary will tell you. Thank you, Mary. <laughs> to getting it. So I actually asked Mel while she's out and she's she's such a good little shopper. Um, if she could, if she saw any glasses that were a zero to get them for me, because my reading glasses, you know, when I'm here, I, I, I can see. But if I walk with them, I would fall flat on my face. So um, so I guess the good news, bad news about um, my diagnosis is one is coming out it's almost like I'm coming out to the world and just saying, yes, I got this. At first I was sort of embarrassed. Like, what did I do? Oh my God, like I'm dirty or something, but it isn't that at all because I'm very clean. Um, I feel good. If it was going to be anything, I'd much rather it be me than anybody else. I mean, my parents, I think are listening tonight, Melissa, you know, your mother, you know, you don't want her to get it. You know, you don't want your brother to get it. Mary, the same with you and your family and Holly and, you know, all of our parents. I mean, Dustin, I mean, Dustin and Casey, you were with Mason this past weekend, right? Mm -hmm. So without trying to get too emotional, I guess my plea to everybody out there is whether you think that this is true or you don't, 
I just, I'm just really begging you to just try to believe that it is. Because yes, I'm 52 years old, I'm pretty healthy. I could definitely lose a few pounds, but it could be worse. Um, <laughs> but please do this for others. If you don't wanna do it for you and you're in this like, you know, this rally of uh, if you're taking my rights away and you're doing this, well, so what? So what? It, it, we're not taking your rights away. We're just asking you to do the right thing. And the right thing would be, please care about my parents as much as I do. My dad has COPD. I don't want to see him, you know, anything happen to him. My mother has high blood pressure and uh, cholesterol, but she eats a lot of Twinkies. That's her thing. But I don't want her to get this on top of it. You know, Dustin Mason is two years old and he has congenital heart disorder, you know, at two years old. You know, Mel, your mom has, you know, she's had a couple operations and stuff on her hips and things like that. And you have like your uncle that's sort of elderly and Mary, you know, you have your brother and your mother and Holly. And we have all these people in our lives that we love. So what I've come to realize is, is I'm not using this because I'm trying to protect me. I'm doing this because I love the people around me more than I love myself and what is easy for me and what's convenient for me and what feels okay and how silly does a mask look. It doesn't really matter because I've done everything to make sure I'm protected and I still got it. And it's because there is that person out there and that we know there's more than one that just doesn't take it seriously and isn't washing their hands so poor me touched something that they touched and rubbed my eye. Mm -hmm. And there we go. Mm -hmm. I was with my dad on Thursday. I was with my mom on Wednesday. If I had ever given this to them because of some, and I know we're live on WATD, and if we were just on the podcast, I could say exactly what I'm feeling. But if you know what I mean? Don't be insensitive. Please, please just think about, you know, Yes, we're not trying to take away your rights. We're just asking you to do the right thing. So that's my little commentary on this whole process. If you have any questions, if you want to ask me any questions, please feel free to call. Ben is in the studio. I know that this is really emotional, but we wanted to talk real tonight. And uh, the phone number is 781-837-4900. And if you'd like to talk to me after the show, feel free to call me on my cell phone, 781-294-4848. So you guys, that's all I got. Is the show over? No. <laughs> so something you kind of, you kind of touched upon it a little bit earlier is why don't you tell everybody how long you've been in quarantine at this point? Because so, you know, I know sort so, of a timeline of, of yeah, what timeline of kind of what and happened so and, and, and what led up to it, as well as how long you've been in quarantine, how you're feeling today versus how you started to feel. Um, you know, I know you've taken a couple of tests at this point. I don't think you have the results of either of the other two. Um, but the no. first one came back with just detected. So maybe go through That's a little it, yeah. bit of that and just so people can kind of get an idea of yeah. Right. How long you've been locked up? How long you've been holding? So, and the whole locked up part hasn't really been the part that has bothered me, to be quite honest. It's like I'm never home anyway, so I don't want to say it's been nice because it really truly hasn't been nice. I've been sitting, Mark, you know, brought a chair in my room because I'm quarantining to the one room as much as I can. Um, so it was Tuesday that it was a week ago today that, you know, people were sniffling and sneezing and everything else in the office. And Laurie had 
um, texted Melissa on Wednesday morning and just said that she felt uncomfortable. And again, I mean, we want to have, you know, I call it a working environment at Boston Connect Real Estate, but it's our home and Boston Connect agents and staff where we're friends and we're family and we never want to put anybody in jeopardy and we never want anybody to feel uncomfortable about coming home. So we all agreed that we would go um, get tested. And um, so that was Wednesday night that I went and got tested. I got my results Friday morning. They did not do a rapid on me because I sort of, and honestly, to get the test, I had to sort of fib. I mean, I hate to say that out loud, but it was like, are you feeling symptoms? And it was like, oh, well, I had a headache and a little bit of a sore throat. But I did have those things, but I never thought they were because of COVID. <laughs> I, was, I have a headache because I have a concussion. And I have a sore throat because I have allergies, you know. So they did not do the rapid test on me. So that was Wednesday night. Um, I had a pretty bad headache Wednesday night, though. Came right home, went right to bed. Thursday morning, I woke up. I sort of had that headache hangover, you know, like that feeling like someone hit you off the head with a bat. Mm-hmm. Um and I sort of just took it slow and I didn't even go in the office that day. And then Friday, um, uh, Friday, Thursday was the day that you went into the hospital, right? So you went into oh, the, yeah. You got yeah, yeah. the CT, but they quarantined you at the hospital just because you hadn't had the results, right? Exactly. Yeah. So Thursday, I, because that headache was so bad, Mark's like, we have to go. And then Mary had said, and that's the thing too, is like, pay attention to the people who are around you. Mm-hmm. Um, I know like this one thing is I have um, thalassemia minor, which is um, a Mediterranean blood disorder. And it's, um, it's just very, very anemic, right? So um, I inherited that from my dad, not the nice olive skin, thank you for the Mediterranean blood, but I would have rather the skin, dad. Um, but Mary, you've you've been with me so long that you actually pick up one when you, you can tell when my hemat, I can tell when personally, yeah. I can tell when my hematocrit sort of drops and I'm feeling that that energy and you've noticed it over the years and you've said oh maybe you should have mark make steak and spinach tonight (laughs) you know (laughs) but when you do when you are that close to people and you're working with people all the time and you're you know interacting with people all the time pay attention to things that aren't normal because mary noticed last week that i started telling the same stories yeah oh oh that's a good point I i forgot about that yeah yeah so, um, and just being extremely forgetful, which she was repeating not- stories to me two or three times in a row. And I'm going, oh. Sharon, it I'm was- not to be rude, but did, did you, do you know that you already told me this? It would be hard <laughs> for me to detect that into you because I'm involved in a lot of the conversations that you have with individuals. So like, I hear the same stories <laughs> over and over again every day. So like, it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have occurred to me. <laughs> oh, well, this is the 10th time she's told this. To- I, was, and I always like, is she exhausted from telling the same story? <laughs> I get exhausted from telling the same story. So, <laughs> paying attention to that was important. And like one thing that made me nervous is Mary's like, Sharon, you told me that yesterday. And I was like, no, I didn't. Like, I haven't seen you since then. And I was trying to timeline myself in my head. And I remember I had to get something notarized. I had to go to Hingham, like to a home inspection. And then she's like, yeah, we were standing in front of Beachwood and Al and his guys were there. And then I was like, all right, like, I definitely remember being there. So if she's telling, she's not going to lie to me. Well, I repeated half of the story back to you. And yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I must have told her. 
So the concussion, the headache was so bad. I went to the hospital on Thursday to get the concussion, uh, to get a CT scan uh, for like my primary wanted me to. Um, I told them right away, I took a test, told them the reason why they quarantined me in the hospital anyways. So um, so that was the timeline of that. But then I got the results on Friday morning. And as soon as I got the results, I actually called Lisa Cullity first. She's the Board of Health agent. I was upset. I cried. I was like, oh, my God. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm just thinking that everyone around me has it. Well, that's probably the scariest part, right? So mm. at the end at the end of the day, it's not necessarily you don't feel sick. So it's kind of the un- fear of the unknown, but it's also fear of everybody around you and what that means for them and or um, who could who could potentially get it or who already has it you know yeah I sort of do well in chaos like I think that you know even in real estate you guys have probably noticed you know if, if deals are not going the right way or if there's something that's you know needs a little out of the ordinary I sort of work best with that I, I feel like I'm very able to proactively put things together Um, So like I went right into that mode where I had to call my parents. I had to call, you know, everybody like that I had been with since, you know, 48 hours before that and, you know, tell them what happened and not be embarrassed about having to tell them, but like making sure that they then go out so they get tested. Um, So everybody did. There was a little party going on at the convenient MD. They were great out there, by the way. (laughs) I thought I was working there because I kept going from car to car with my mask. <laughs> I was checking on Nanu. I was checking on Audrey. I'm like, oh, there's Mark. I'm waving to Mark in the, the line. And then, like, the whole you know, family's here. The whole family. Then <laughs> uh, Laurie showed up with with Tommy and then another one of our agents went with his wife. And so, but everybody came back negative and a lot of people did both tests. So the rapid and the other one, and they all came back negative. And I know Casey and Dustin's came back negative and they went ahead and took another one, a rapid one, and that came back negative as well. So that, that gave me some relief. Um, but after that happened, you know, people were calling and family members like, Oh, I heard. And, you know, they're just talking about it and everything. And there was a part of me inside that was like, all right, so when do they think I got this? Like, if I have it in me, when did I get it? Like, I'm trying to go back, you know, 48 to 72 hours. Like, I was in the city, so did I catch something when I was in the city? I don't know. Um, But the part that was sort of weird was, like, me trying to piece together, like, I was able to fill the void for everybody around me. Like, hey, this is what happened. I know I have it, none of them do. But for me, it's the unknown now. And that that's the part that's bothered me at first. But then it was weird on Saturday. Um, again, you're listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable with the McNamara Broker Team here at Boston Connect Real Estate. Uh, we are sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate. We are a full service real estate office servicing the South Shore, Boston, South Coast, all over. So if you have any real estate needs, you can definitely catch us. But uh, we are talking real tonight um, about my real situation with catching uh, COVID-19. So 781-837-4900 is the number to the studio if you want to call Ben. If anybody has any questions, you can catch us on Facebook as well. So we're on all the Connect pages and all of that. Um, So back to the timeline, on Saturday, it was this weird feeling where... um, 
you know, Casey and Dustin went up to Holden, you know, to, you know, ha have fun with his family with the new engagement. And I was jealous. Um, you guys were off doing your thing and everybody was just sort of like scattered around everybody just doing their own thing. Like I looked out the window and, you know, the, the guy was mowing my lawn and, you know, Mark was running here and there and Mackenzie called and she was going hiking with Connor and the dogs and, there I was sitting in my room with a freaking mask on, covered in freaking gooey shit, ship, <laughs> um, that didn't protect me in the beginning. And I'm like, I did all of this for no reason at all. Like I'm the one that's here. And all I could correlate it with was I feel as if, and I know that this is dramatic, but I embellish. Um, I felt like it was the day after the funeral and everybody went back to what their normal life was. And there I was in my room that felt like a coffin. And I'm like, oh, wait, I'm still alive. <laughs> Don't forget about me, you know? Um, it was just a really, really weird feeling. So I think having COVID, the, the physical part of it, I'm dealing with it okay. There are times when I'm like, oh, I, I think I took a breath the wrong way or I feel a flutter in my heart pretty convinced that that's just the anxiety attacks mm -hmm. so I am gonna reach out to somebody and talk about that you know I actually did have a call into my doctor I don't know if that's who was trying to call me earlier um but just trying to you know balance between the physical and the emotional and I think the emotional part of it for me because I'm always go 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 has been a struggle it's a lot of of, of fear of the unknown right because that and that's probably the scariest part of COVID in general. And I was actually talking to um, Emmanuel Ebot earlier today from Styles Law, um, just about a couple of different things. And I know you shared with him what was going on, so he was asking how you were. Mm -hmm. And um, I had said to him, I said the scariest thing is, and I actually spoke with somebody from um, South Shore Medical Center because um, I called them on Sunday about um, potentially getting retested and just trying to be extra cautious. What can you do, blah, 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 blah. And she had impressed upon me that that test that you get, so say you go to a convenient MD, you go to South Shore Medical, they give you a negative test. It is literally only good in that very singular moment that you're sitting there. Because the second you drive away and you stop at Stop and Shop or a supermarket to grab something to eat, you've essentially re-exposed yourself to potentially getting it. Who and said that? Um, that was a, a very nice woman that I spoke to at South Shore Medical in Family Medicine. Mm -hmm. And it just, it, it really like hit home for me because I'm, there's so many people out there that are asymptomatic that in all reality, I was thinking about this and I said it to Emmanuel, say I had it three weeks ago. And I was completely and totally asymptomatic, have, have never had a symptom. But now I'm obviously like everybody can hear I'm a little stuffy. I had, um, I had strep throat. I got tested. I was negative for COVID. But say I had it three weeks ago. I'm around all of you all day. I, was, I haven't seen you in over what almost a week and a half, two weeks now. But I was with you three weeks ago. Mm -hmm. You got it. Or we came into contact. We shared something. Something happened. You got it. Now, it, it, that's... That's a scary thing. I, I guess I'm not, I'm not explaining it well, but it's the asymptomatic people that scare the crap out of me. Because <laughs> yeah. who knows who it could, it could be me. And yeah. I don't realize it. It could be Melissa. Melissa doesn't realize it. It could be anybody. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Real, really, you know? Yeah, and I actually got a text from somebody who um, is listening, and they just wanted to praise Laurie because, you know, she spoke yeah. up, and she yeah. she okay. said, you know, she had the confidence in me to be able to relay this message to everybody and just say, you know, I'm uncomfortable. Um, you know, you can make the decision however you, you know, want to choose uh, to, to sort of live live your life. But, you know, I just want to let you know that I'm, you know, uncomfortable without knowing that everybody is negative. You know, she has a brand new grandbaby and, you know, she's she's trying to live her life too. So, um, you know, I think that... I commend her 100%. I didn't mean to cut you off, but... Remember I said, I was like, no, if, if that makes her feel comfortable, then that's what we all do. We all go get tested. And I I really do praise Laurie for having, because this is where I wanted to talk with Mackenzie and I was hoping Mackenzie could call in for the last few minutes. And I'm sort of bummed that we have to end early tonight because what has happened in all of America right now is it's sort of this switch of things like, Ooh, you got COVID, you got the vid, <laughs> like you know what I mean, um, or ooh, stay away from me. Like that's the part that started to make me cry earlier when I thought about it. It's like, you know, I can see my husband through a window, but I can't. Like you know, when I'm feeling the most vulnerable and when I need to be held the most, the person who I love the most can't touch me. You know what I mean? Like that's it's hard. So you're truly alone. Um, I did want to read something too, though. One of our listeners um, did reach out to me. It's Tamika. Hi, Tamika. Tamika. Tamika listens every week and I love her and haven't met her. And I would love to do that, Tamika, but not right now. <laughs> but we should, do, we should do lunch with Tamika when all of this breaks, okay? That will be our plan. But Tamika said, and I hope she doesn't mind that I'm sharing, Greetings, Sharon. It's Tamika. I want to say I'm so sorry for what you're going through with COVID. I'm listening to the show right now. I'm praying for your speedy recovery. And I would like to share with you that a diffuser would be a healthy additive to your home, especially where you are quarantining. If you need any assistance with essential oils to get, please let me know. Give me a call if you're interested because it would be a benefit for you and your family. Much love and light to you, hun, with a heart. And, um, I just thought that that was very sweet. So we have some great people in our lives. Um, WATD has brought a lot of special people into our life. And uh, Tamika, we're very, very happy to have you as our friend. Hmm. That was very nice. Very sweet. Very sweet. Yeah, yes. it was. It was. And I, so that, I mean, even that, so say right now, you're not you not feeling the physical symptoms of it. It's all emotional. So that support system, having that those people behind you. Yeah. And, and I've been saying this to you from day one. It's your attitude. It's positivity. Say you do start to get symptoms. You have to keep that positive mindset that you're going to be okay. You can't start thinking I'm going to be on a respirator. This is going to happen to me. You know, you really have to keep your mindset positive. Well, and that is the other thing too, Mary, is that it's scary to think because you hear all the bad news when you watch the news. And one thing I promised Lisa and Ken McCormick that I wouldn't go on Google. You did. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't do any of that because I remember when this all started, it took a long time for me to stop. And I just remember those terrible images in Italy and what's going on in Italy right now is terrible too in Paris and everything um, in Europe. So, um, 
you know, that that has been it's been a mind game. And again, I'm in this mind game alone because the person I love and trust the most can't come near me, isn't cuddled up next to me at night. A king size bed is pretty big when you're in it alone. But the thing is, like, as I'm sitting there, I'm like, all right, so if I got it on this day, like, how do I know when I started? Will I start getting symptoms now? And like, okay, am I going to have a hard time breathing tomorrow? Am I going to wake up the next day and have a hard time breathing? Like, what are the first, you know, like, this is where your head goes because I just don't know. Mm -hmm. Uh, It seems to me that I'm going to be just fine, uh, but I guess we'll see what tomorrow brings. Well, we only have about two minutes left. So Sharon, do you have any sort of final thoughts, tidbits, suggestions, anything for our You didn't even give Dustin a second to (laughs) work. Dustin, was there anything real quick you wanted to put in there? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Okay. So I guess I'm going to go back to my little pun about, um, you know, not doing what you want to do. Like for all the people out there that are listening and it's frustrating wearing your mask, no one wants to do it. That time of year is here again when it's getting cold, it's getting dark. The last thing everyone wants to do is also be putting on a mask and covering up. Um, No one is trying to take your rights away. Um, I assure you of that. Um, Please just flip your mindset if you are one of those people who feel that way and just think, no, we're not trying to take your rights away. We're just asking you to do the right thing. And please love my family as much as I love my family because I'm doing my part, I promise you. I'm doing my part to keep your family safe when I am in Stop and Shop and in Walmart and in Target and all these stores I'm going into. Well, not that many all that time, but, you know, I'm doing my part. So if your mother is walking through one of those stores, she's not going to catch anything from me. So I would just hope that you would have that same love and consideration towards my family, Dustin's family, Melissa's family and Mary's family and Ben's family. And what the world needs now is love sweet love <laughs> that is a good note to end on Miss McNamara yes uh-huh. very good very well said yes Ben how are we on time are we all done and did you have any questions for me I'm just glad you're still with us Sharon everything's looking up and up and uh, the last 25 seconds I just want to say thank you for uh, being honest with the world mm. Again, I was good Yeah, I was a little like I was like, oh, I don't want to be embarrassed about this. You know, it isn't like I did anything wrong. You know what I mean? So I did everything I was supposed to do. And um, I'm just. And it is what it is. Yeah. I just hope that my my. It's seven o'clock. My being out there and telling everybody helps even one of our listeners at WATD tonight or one of our podcast listeners know just that um, you're not alone. We're in this together. We will get through. We have a short show next week, but if you want to listen to our past shows, go to Talk Real Estate Roundtable on the Apple podcast apps or bostonconnect.com. Mel, you want to give everyone the phone number to get to the office? 781-826-8000. 781 826 8000. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye. See you next week. My last day in quarantine. Next Tuesday, we're having a party.